Amen. Welcome to your year of higher ground. That is my portion. I will live to see and my mouth Amen. Praise the Lord. As you have declared, so the Lord will do unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Psalm. To the book of Psalm. We stop at Psalm 130. And so we're going to take from Psalm 131. The book of Psalm. It is good for brethren to come together in unity and to pray. One of the things the enemy will always do is to try to hinder believers from coming together. He will give them reasons why you should not come or why you should not pray. But when we come and we pray, I tell you, nothing shall be impossible. Mountains are moved. We shake the heavens. We win all battles. We conquer every Goliath. And this morning, in the name of Jesus, the Goliath are defeated in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we are going to read uh, from verses 1 to 3 together. Psalm 131, 1 to 3. So we will mute our devices as we read together. 1 to go. Lord, my heart is not hot. No, my eyes, neither do I have to do myself and myself in great matter or in the things too holy. I have read as a child that has no My soul is ever as in let Israel hope in the Lord for transport and forever. Amen. Tell three people hope in the Lord. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let Israel. So where you see the word Israel, you put your name there. Let David hope in the Lord. Let David hope in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, God has been taking us through a series, caption the keys of the kingdom of heaven the keys of the kingdom of heaven now these keys we have learned few things and god has taken us through the first key uh, which is the key of the word of god we understand that jesus christ himself is the key is the word and so when you have jesus uh, when you have the word of God in your life, in your mouth, then nothing shall be impossible to you. So it's important we understand how we can unlock the heavens over our lives, over our family, and over all our expected uh, desires. Because the Bible says, surely there's an end and the expectation shall not be cut off. In the name of Jesus, your expectation will not be cut off. In Jesus' name, Amen. praise the Lord. And this morning we are moving on to key number two. Key number two. Key number two. Key number two. And we are looking at the key of prayer. I want us to say together the key of prayer. The key of prayer. I want you to say the key of prayer. The key of prayer. Amen. We we'll begin. The, we are going to so. Uh, this will take us through some 
some few times, uh, you know, with, uh, with God. Subsequently, uh, we're going to look at examples of men and women who prayed in the Bible. And we're going to look at the results. What result did they obtain? How were they able to lock the heaven and unlock even the heavens as well? Now, let's begin by understanding that, uh, number one, prayer is a command. I'd like you to unmute your devices and tell your neighbor that prayer is a command. Unmute your device, unmute your device and tell your neighbor prayer is a command. Prayer is a command. Now, prayer is a command. Why do we say that? The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, pray without season. Pray without season. So prayer, first, we must understand, is a command. And we are to do it without season. Without season there, which is C-E-A-S-I-N, is non-stop. We are not talking about S-E-A. S-O-N. No, we're not talking about winter season, summer season. No, we're saying pray without them in non-stop kind of prayer. Now, also, we must also, uh, you know, understand that uh, we men ought always to pray. Now, men ought always to pray. Men ought always to pray. So not just men, including women. Luke chapter 18, turn your Bible with me to Luke chapter 18, Luke chapter 18. Men ought always to pray and not faint. You know that the word man is a plural word. That means more than one man. Now, but when we talk about man ought always to pray. Now, oftentimes the word man is used to, you know, to include both the man and the woman. Now, but Jesus Christ setting an example here. The Bible says in verse 1, and he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So that means we are to be given to prayer and not to faint. So always we are to pray. Confirming what 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says. Always. We are to pray. Tell your neighbor, I mean your neighbor, that you are you you are supposed to pray always. You are supposed to pray always. Tell somebody else you are supposed to pray always. You are supposed to pray always. So non-stop. For as long as for as long as we have our breath, we are to pray without ceasing. Now, number three thing that the Lord wants you to understand this morning about prayer is that prayer is a spirit. Prayer is a spirit. So it's an ability. When you pray, it's a, it's a divine endowment. It's an ability. It's not everybody that have the grace for prayer. Everybody has some sort of level of, of, of grace to do certain things. Some people can pray deeper. Some people can pray just a few seconds prayer. Everybody ought to pray. That's very important. So let's understand that basic. Everybody is commanded to pray. It's a command. The Lord commanded us to pray. So we are to pray and not to murmur and not to complain. Now, oftentimes you will see that people love to give in to complain and murmuring instead of prayer. People complain and murmur instead of praying. 
In fact, in the place of prayer, you hear people sometimes, they begin to murmur. Why is my neighbor better than me? Why is my neighbor better than me? Why is my neighbor better than me, oh Lord? That is not prayer. You are complaining. You are simply murmuring. You are simply murmuring. You are simply murmuring. Or you are praying and say, Lord, kill that neighbor. Those are wrong prayer. You don't pray that kind of prayer. You pray kingdom advancement prayer. You pray prayer that will advance the, the kingdom of God on earth. You pray prayer of peace. Prayer for all people, for your neighbor, for your family, for your friend, for your husband, for your wife, for your children. All manner of prayer. Pray for the church. Uh, you know, you might say, oh, uh, that brother is this, that sister is this. Have you taken time to pray for her before you begin to castigate her you know, secretly behind her? Have you taken time to, to offer a word of prayer and say, Lord, I pray I lift up sister so-and-so. Let it be well with sister so-and-so and the family now. But what we do oftentimes as believers is we complain, we gossip, we do this behind them. And then, you know, now that is something like what we hear now is that we'll be praying for them, Sha. <laughs> we are not really, and people are not really praying. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that is what, no, that should not be our lifestyle. No, that should not be our lifestyle. Before you pray, talk about somebody, you pray for them. So again, prayer is a spirit. Turn your Bible with me to Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 12. Zechariah chapter 12. Zechariah chapter 12 is one of the few chapter, uh, book of the Bible that will really open or talk about most time. The book of Zechariah chapter 12. Zechariah chapter 12. Praise the Lord. Now, Zechariah chapter 12. Verse 10, the Bible says, and I will pour upon the house of David and, and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace. So God is the one that pour, God do the pouring. We do the praying. God do the pouring. We do the praying. The spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. There shall be no sorrow over all our firstborn, over all our sons and daughters in Jesus' name. You will not sorrow over your sons, over your first daughter, over your daughters, over your children in the name of Jesus. So, <clears throat> excuse me. What is point number three? Prayer is a spirit. 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 Now, when we when you when you engage in prayer, there's nothing that shall be impossible to you. In fact, the Bible tells us that through prayers we move mountains. We move mountains. We move mountains. We move mountains. Mountain. The Lord Jesus Christ taught us how to pray. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Matthew. <clears throat> Excuse me. Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. Now we'll just lay the foundation for 
for, for, for prayer. And then we're going to take time and look at individuals that prayed in the Bible and the results that they obtained. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6 uh, together. And we'll read from verse 9 uh, to 18. So let's unmute our devices as we read together. Matthew 18 from verse 9 to 18. Uh, from verse 9 to 18. Matthew 6, verse 9 to 18. Matthew 6. One, two, go. After this manner, therefore pray, our Father, beginning from now in the name of Jesus. Your reward is beginning from now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. All the rewards of the prayers you have prayed, you begin to avert them now in the name of Jesus. Praise Master Jesus. So Jesus Christ taught us to pray. So prayer, effective prayer, has a, a particular pattern. Now, uh, from this scripture that we read here, Jesus Christ said, after this manner. That means uh, prayer is a combination of worship. Uh, prayer is a combination of adoration. Prayer is a combination of thanksgiving. Now, not just thanksgiving, supplication and petition. So oftentimes people look at prayer from one angle. Do you know when you are worshiping God, you pray? Jesus Christ told us, said, after this manner, that means after this pattern, this is the way you should pray. It doesn't mean that Christ is not saying this is the only way you can pray. He's only saying this is your guide. Now, this is your template. This is how you should pray if you really want to get results. Now, people claim they pray. People pray. There are people, do you know unbelievers pray? I was, I heard over the radio. Uh, you know, a, a particular young man that's committed to advancing the cause of the gospel through his business. So what he does is uh, is called Ron, uh, you know, Ron and Linda. I mean, if you, most of you that listen to a local Christian station here in the city called CAGN always, you, you could testify to what I'm about to share. Now, um, he said in one of his, I always enjoy uh, his short clips, but they are very powerful. He, talk, he talks on, he, he cuts across different now. 
he talks about prayer. He said that, uh, you know, a research was conducted and they find out that even unbelievers, they do pray. People do pray to something. So that even people, even atheists pray. So that the research shows that even unbelievers pray. But the question is not about praying. Who are we praying to? Do we know who we are praying to? So there's so much that Jesus, uh, you know, analyzed for us. Now, uh, before we go into, we'll come back to this scripture. That's our focus, uh, you know, for today. Just having that understanding of the basic prayers that, you know, sometimes we try to complicate prayer. Prayer is not complicated. Prayer is very simple. Uh, you know, make your prayer simple and not difficult, not convoluted, and God will turn them to testimony. Now, before we come back to this scripture and look at closely, few things to keep in mind when you pray. And then subsequently, we're going to look at examples in the Bible. Maybe we'll look at uh, you know, a couple of them and see how they prayed and how they get their results. Now, let's turn your Bible with me. Still talking about the prayer. First Samuel chapter, let's look at the case of somebody who prayed. Um, again, we are just going to draw a definition from the way uh, you know prayer was offered there. But we still spend time to look at how you know how she prayed and then and also the testimony. So now from First Samuel chapter one verse sixteen, the Bible made us to understand. The Bible made us to understand that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now the Bible made us to account not thy handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken he tattled. So what does that tell us? So read, we'll still come back to that story, not today. But this was a woman of a sorrowful heart. So prayer now from that from that scripture, what is prayer? From the way Anna prayed, we can define prayer as prayer is the act of communing with God. Prayer can simply be defined as the act. Now, not A-C-T, A-R-T. The act of communing with God. So prayer is communication with God, simply put. So a man can communicate with God, a woman has, can communicate with God. Now, also another thing to keep in mind is through prayer, we relate with God and God relates with us. We speak to God and God speaks back to us. I mean, again, when you live in a family where there's no communication, that family is dead. That family is dead if communication is not revived. Because as human, we are created to communicate, both dead physically and even and spiritually. So communication is very essential. Oh, will you like to eat bread? That's communication. Oh, will you want butter on your bread? That's communication. Oh, uh, children, have you bathed? That's communication. Have you done your homework? That's communication. Oh, my dear, how did you go with that project? That's communication. Oh, can we pray together as a family? That's communication. Now, the same way prayer. Prayer, <clears throat> when you pray, you are communicating. So the same way you communicate with your family, 
either by verbal or text or you know video whatever that's the same way we come so prayer is the act of communing with god the act of communicating with god so if you are not praying that means you are not communicating with god now so we hear you know from god and also he also relates back to us now prayer involves the totality of your being one of the reasons why prayers are not answered for some is because they separate some part of them. You see some people saying they are praying, they are texting, they are watching their phone, they are doing one thing. No. You see, I always want to, whenever few minutes that I have to pray, it might be, it might be five minutes, I want to devote my total being. Now, keep avoiding distractions. Avoiding distractions. Now, the Bible says we should pray without season. Yes, there are different levels of prayer. There are some prayers you pray, though you might even be doing something else. Maybe you are driving and you are praying. You can also pray that way in the Holy Ghost. But always remember, for your prayer to command results, your prayer must involve your total being. And when we mean your total being, it must involve your spirit, it must involve your soul and body. It must involve your heart. Don't be praying and your heart is on rice or your heart is on is at work. Your heart is on that project and you are praying. No, that's not prayer. Let your heart be on what you are talking to God. I mean, okay, look at it. Imagine I'm talking to my wife and she's facing me and I'm doing like this. That is not communication. It's a sign that the heart is divided. No, when you communicate, and actually that's also part of the thing we are learning in this part of the world. In this part of the world, when you communicate with people, you communicate with them by you know, focusing your attention on them. You look at yourself face to face. That is effective communication. So the same thing with prayer. We should not bring that attitude to prayer, whereby you say, oh, I'm praying. I'm praying and you are cooking rice. You are jumping from here to here. That's not prayer. You are, you are just like uh, wasting your time. My prayer is that beginning from now, your prayer will begin to command result. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say from now, your prayer will begin to command result. Now, quickly, what are the elements of prayer? Again, once we understand this foundation, then we begin to pray and then we can take some examples subsequently. Now, coming back to that book of, before we jump into prayer for the next few minutes we have, book of Matthew, how Jesus taught his disciple by extension, we are Jesus' disciple, is that praying this man, what are the elements of prayer? Number one, prayer of adoration. Prayer involves adore God. So number one is adoration. Jesus Christ began by saying, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's adoring God. When you want to pray from this template that Jesus has given us, adore God for it. Don't just jump into, uh, why is that scholarship? Why is this course like this? Why is my husband behaving like this? Why is my wife behaving like this? Why is there this one, this one? No, 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 no. Those are complaints. No, don't come to God like that. Start, who is like unto thee? Start by adoring him. So number one element of prayer from this template is what? Is by adoration number two template number two template number two uh, you know factors 
that will help your prayers to really get answer. If you really want answer, now it said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What does that tell you? Pray kingdom advancement prayer. Don't, you see, yes, God knows you have a need. He knows you want to pay tuition fee. He knows you need that project completed. He knows you need healing. He knows you want a, you want an husband. But you know, yes, you know, uh, one there was one movie me and I, I caught my wife. He said, "Alex, in him, that's not prayer." She was the sister was believing God for husband, and she was saying, mentioning to God, I said, "It is Alex that I want. It is Alex that I, I remember myself and my wife." <laughs> we say this way you are wasting your time. So that is not prayer. Pray kingdom advancement prayer. Thy kingdom come. That when what does it mean to pray kingdom advancement prayer? Pray for your neighbor. Pray for salvation of soul. Pray for the church. Pray for each of the church program. How many of us take time to even pray for the pastor? That Lord let the word that come out of his mouth ordered by God. You pray. If I before I attend program. Even our joint program at, at our mother party, I usually pray. Now, I'm not saying for you to know. I pray in my heart. I say, Lord, speak to the mouth of your servant. There was a day we had, you know, the program. And that day, before we got there, I'm telling you, I even told our father and the Lord after the program. I pray in my heart. I say, Lord, I desire that today as we go to ICC, let us pray. I want us to pray, Lord. So I was pray. I tell nobody. But interestingly, as we got there that day, oh, it was prayer, also. And I was happy, and I went to our father, and I said, sir, I said, I'm so happy this is. He said, what happened? I said, sir, before we come tonight, I was saying, I said, Lord, I desire that we pray. And he said, ah, and our father, and Lord said, praise the Lord. So pray kingdom, pray for the pastor, pray for the, the servant of the Lord, pray for the church program, it will be orderly. Those are kingdom advancement prayer. Now, when you pray, those, God knows your needs. He will take care of them. Also, one other is that when you pray, ask God for your daily needs. After that, can you see the progression? Number one, worship him. Number two, start by praying kingdom advancement prayer. And then number three, ask for what you need. As I'm going today, favor me in that job interview. Let me come back with my testimony. Now, we're going to stop here this morning because of our time. Now, you are going to pray. Now, if we take this three template that we have talked about, there is many more there. But just take this step first three. Now, start by worshiping him anywhere you may be now. Don't wait for me to tell you to start. Now, start worshiping God. Start worshiping God. Call him by his name. And then move on to kingdom advancement prayer. And then move on to your personal need. That's your prayer point. So keep praying. Now you can mute your devices. Make sure you spend a few seconds. Remember we mentioned... Prayer involves your total being. Let your heart be on it. Let your body be on it in that few seconds. Now, if you are here this morning and you have not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior, I want you to accept Jesus this morning. Accept him this morning. Accept him as your Lord. So you are here. You are not born again. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. Thank you for saving my soul. Father, I pray for your sons and daughters who, who have prayed this prayer or those that will yet pray this prayer in the, in the podcast. Pray, Father, I pray have mercy on them as they pray. Let them command results 
in Jesus' name. Now go ahead. You have a few more seconds, few more minutes more to pray and to worship God. Who's like unto thee? Oh, Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh, Lord, <clears throat> among the God, who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praise, always doing wonders, hallelujah. Father, let your kingdom come in the life of my brethren, in the life of my wife, my children, my family. Let your will be done in our community. Let your will be done in the life of our youth. Let your will be done in the life of our couples. Let your will be done in the life of our men and women. Let it be done in every home, in every family, in the name of Jesus Father, the souls that are not saving are me, save them. Anyone heading to destruction, rescue them, rescue them, rescue them. Lord, put an end to homicide in our city. In the name of Jesus, put an end to homicide in our schools, in our community. In the name of Jesus, put an end to kidnapping. In the name of Jesus, save the soul of all my neighbors that are not saved. Save their soul. Let it be well with them and their household. Father, be merciful upon the government. Give them wisdom. Give them wisdom to lead us aright. In the name, I pray for all your children joining us for prayer this morning. Lord, be merciful upon them. Turn all their prayers to testimony in the name of Jesus. Turn all their prayers to testimony. Now, now go to the now go to the number three element. Now ask for your daily bread. Ask for what you want God to do. Begin to appreciate him for answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to unmute your devices as we pray together. Father, once again, we thank you for drawing us together, opening our eyes to see the key of the kingdom of heaven. Key number two, prayer teaching us that we ought to pray always, non-stop kind of prayer. Jesus, I acknowledge that we don't know how to pray except you teach us to pray. Holy Spirit, you are the one who quicken us, who intercede for us with groaning in the spirit, saying, Habba, Father, this morning we come to you. Please empower us to pray, all right? Help us to pray, all right? When we pray, let the heavens be open over our prayers. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The gate of hell over our destinies, over our community, over the church, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, if there's anyone that is a prodigal son or daughter that is in our midst that yet to be saved, save their soul in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, this morning I pray for all your children. Lord, is anyone sick in their body? Be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone, Lord, strengthen me. Receive divine strength in the name of Jesus. Is there anyone trusting God for one miracle today in the name of Jesus? The doors are open unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. For you, the grace to pray without season, receive in the name of Jesus. All your personal petitions, even the things you did not ask God for, they are turned to testimony. Father, I thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Amen. If you receive it on mute your device and shout a big amen. 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 Brother, I want to encourage you to spend time to meditate on that scripture, Matthew 6, 9 to 18. Meditate on it, apply them, practice them, and you will see results. Prayer is not until you sweat. There are different levels of prayer. Don't get me wrong, but not until you sweat. If you follow this basic thing, you will.